Chapter 18 of Your Psychic Powers and How to Develop Them. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Amanda Friday. Your Psychic Powers and How to Develop Them by Hereward Carrington. Chapter 18 Spiritual Healing. Spiritual healing means that mentally or physically sick persons may be, and are, healed by the power of a spiritual energy, operating through the body of a certain medium, or more or less directly, without his agency. It is distinct from hypnotism, mesmerism, magnetic healing, faith cure, mind cure, or any other kind of healing whatever, and must not be confused with them. All these other curative measures depend upon suggestion, or upon the hidden and unknown powers of the human body to effect the cure. But spiritual healing is more direct. It is not the medium who heals in this case, but a form of spiritual energy which operates through him. What is spiritual healing? Spiritual healing is effected in various ways, as the following definitions, adopted by the National Spiritualist Association, will show. A. By the spiritual influences working through the body of the medium, and thus infusing curative, stimulating, and vitalizing fluids and energy into the diseased parts of the patient's body. b. By the spiritual influences illuminating the brain of the healing medium, and thereby intensifying the perception of the medium, so that the case, nature, and seat of the disease in the patient become known to the medium, and the herb or other remedy which will benefit the patient also becomes known to the medium. c through the application of absent treatments, whereby spiritual beings combine their own healing forces with the magnetism and vitalizing energy of the medium, and convey them to the patient who is distant from the medium, and cause them to be absorbed by the system of the patient. It will be seen that these definitions not only cover the facts of spiritual healing, but also absent treatment and psychic diagnosis. Advice is given on numerous occasions by the spirits, as to the exact course of treatment to be followed, from all this it will be seen that spiritual healing is not only very different from any other kind of healing, but that it is also far more inclusive and more wonderful. How Cures Are Affected The principle upon which spiritual healing is said to be based is simply this. A certain vital and magnetic energy is contained in every living body. In health, this is large in quantity, and in disease this stock becomes depleted. Ordinarily, the only way to recover this lost vitality and energy is to rest, sleep, and take care of the body and mind, that this vital energy again fills and recharges it, to the same extent as before. But this is a slow and uncertain process. It is, however, the only sure way we know. Stimulants, etc., which apparently add strength to the body, do not do so in reality. They abstract it faster. When we expend it faster, we are under the delusion that we are stronger, but ultimately we are weaker. In the case of spiritual healing, on the other hand, it is very different. Vital energy is imparted to the system from without. It fills the nerve centers and literally adds new life to the whole body. These nerve centers being aroused, the various functions of the body are stimulated in turn, and in this manner the patient is cured. The Cosmic Vital Energy This vital energy which is imparted by means of spiritual healing is a great cosmic power, which pervades the whole universe. It is everywhere. It is back of every phenomenon. In it we live and move and have our being. It is illimitable in extent and in power. 
we simply have to draw upon it to the extent we can and the more we can draw the more rapidly do we become well the speedier the cure there is no reason to suppose that if we could tap this great reservoir in the right way we should not become well instantly and indeed there are many cases of this character where apparently this has been done instances of so-called miraculous cures being of this nature we must learn to tap the source of spiritual energy and when we have reached this inexhaustible fountain then health and strength are ours healing miracles the facts of spiritual healing are as old as history the laying on of hands was one of the most ancient modes of treatment and was employed by the egyptians christ employed it frequently when a woman touched the hem of his garment and he perceived that the virtue had gone out of him he doubtless felt a loss of the precious vital magnetism by means of which he effected his marvellous cures the healing miracles in the new testament are full of cases of this character and in our own day we often read of wondrous cures effected by those who have somehow learned to come in touch with a higher power some source of energy not available to all of us and to draw upon it for the purpose of their healing miracles to a certain extent doubtless we draw upon this fund during our sleep but it may be drawn upon in far larger quantities by those who have the secret of how to do so some spiritual healers can do this but discarnate spirits can apparently direct and manipulate this vital energy far more effectively and to better purpose for the reason that living as they do in the world of spiritual energy they understand more of its laws and can better control and govern them hence they can effect a cure very often when every other means has failed possible explanation of such cures while it is true that most cures depend upon this vitalizing magnetic current it is possible that in certain cases actual physical transformation are effected there are many cases on record in which actual tissue has been replaced apparently instantaneously by some extraordinary means in these cases it is possible that the spiritual energy has actually built up a part of the body out of matter and the vital forces which were employed materialized it in fact and left this part of the body whole and sound as before to those who believe in the reality of materialization that human bodies of flesh and blood can be built up out of invisible elements there is nothing incredible in this suggestion but it is only advanced as a tentative and possible explanation of certain facts which have to date received no explanation whatever how to draw upon the cosmic energy the great question is how are we to draw upon this great store of energy if we are alone how effect a cure within ourselves and if you are a medium how cultivate and develop the power of drawing upon this cosmic energy to such an extent that cures may thereby be effected through or by the means of your instrumentality let us take the former question first we will suppose you are alone with no one near to help you you desire to be helped and cured by spiritual means what are you to do in the first place you must learn how to relax if your muscles are tense and rigid you will never receive any influx of spiritual energy you shut it out since the receptive attitude is the only one in which this energy can be obtained so you must ensure complete muscular relaxation it may be obtained as follows lie on a hard couch with no support for the head relax all over as completely as possible then think of your neck you will probably find it tense and stiff when your attention is turned upon it and that you are holding your head on your shoulders relax it allowing the head to sink into the couch and support it when you have done this thoroughly think of your right arm and relax that 
then the left arm, then the right leg, then the left leg, and finally the whole trunk. After you have encircled the body in this way two or three times, you will be well relaxed, and you must then begin your breathing exercises. Breathe slowly and regularly, inhaling from the diaphragm, not the chest. Breathe through the nose, as before explained. Keep up these breathing exercises for five minutes, expanding the lungs and seeing to it that you have plenty of fresh air. This will be quite enough for the first day or two, and it is inadvisable to try any more. You will arise refreshed and invigorated as the result of your exercise. Progressive Exercises On the third day, you may begin your mental practices when breathing. With every breath you take in, think to yourself, I am power, I am strength, I am health, I am well, etc. Keep this up for three or four minutes, concentrating upon it and really believing it. Then rest quietly for a minute or two. Then quietly and hopefully call upon this spiritual energy to cure you. Remember, the more completely you can give yourself up to the influences which come to help and cure you, the more completely and rapidly will you be cured. Send out a mental call for help and assistance, and it will surely come to you. THE FUNCTION OF THE VITAL BODY Spiritual healing depends, very largely, upon the fact that the physical body can be acted upon, and influenced, from higher spheres and planes of activity, through or by means of the vital or etheric body, which inhabits the physical body. This inner body acts as a sort of medium, or vehicle, through which the cosmic energy flows, and the problem is to connect up this inner body, both with the physical body on the one hand, and with the great reservoir of spiritual energy on the other. It must be admitted that we do not know exactly how this is done, in the present age of the world's spiritual evolution. If we did, we should be enabled to perform almost miraculous cures, instantly, resembling those of Christ, who doubtless possessed a wonderful knowledge of these laws. If the law is to be discovered at all, it is doubtless along these lines. Experiment, therefore, and when you hit upon certain positive results, you may be sure that you have discovered a portion of the great truth. Do not assume, however, on that account, that you have the whole truth, for you will make a great mistake if you do. How to become a spiritual healer Now let us suppose that you are a medium and that you are treating someone else. You desire to gain this power and to obtain assistance from the spirit world. This is how you should proceed. You must first of all see to it that you are in good physical health. If you are not, your vital magnetism is apt to be tainted and injure the patient. Further, as you often draw the patient's ills from his body into yours, you must be in good health to do this. Next, your mind must be receptive, sympathetic, and in an attitude of kindly helpfulness. If you feel selfish, this at once sets up a barrier or wall, which you will be unable to break through. Finally, your psychic sensitiveness and mediumship must be developed, to a certain extent, to enable you to practice this phase with any hope of success. The methods which you must follow to increase your mediumistic power have been explained in some of the previous chapters, and will be more fully explained in those which follow. Now assuming that you have your patient before you, place your hands on his forehead, and make gentle strokings. Then place one hand on his forehead, and one on his solar plexus. Take a number of deep breaths, asking your patient to close his eyes and breathe with you, in perfect rhythm. In this way you get into unison and sympathy. Then make yourself negative, and ask the spiritual power to come and help and assist you in your process of cure. Make yourself a channel for it. You will feel tingling sensations in your arms, 
and the patient will feel them in his body. This is the beginning of the process. Try to find just the right mental and spiritual attitude, and power will certainly come. From day to day, your ability to draw upon the great cosmic energy will increase. You will get greater and greater power, and as this develops, you will be able to handle and control it more and more. Your power as a spiritual healer will in this manner increase from day to day. End of chapter 18 Recording by Amanda Friday